In the year 2005, Steve Jobs gave a commencement speech at Stanford University, which has been seen 39 million times on YouTube and has become the anthem for passion all over the world, where his concluding call of action, stay hungry, stay foolish, is a mantra that many young people until today still hold in order to lead more fulfilling and courageous lives. 10 years after Steve Jobs' speech, Terry Trespicio gave a TED Talk entitled Stop Searching for Your Passion. Her speech has since been viewed over 6 million times. And despite being a no-name self-employed writer and consultant, Terry believed her speech did so well because it hit a nerve. She believed that she voiced a thing that turns out lots of people agreed with, that quote-unquote follow your passion was great in theory, but it's actually really hard to execute and trying to do it actually makes us feel worse about ourselves, not better. So why did both speeches do well despite talking about passion in two different ways? Well, today we are going to find out. Seek to speak. Hi everyone, my name is Aisa and welcome to Speaking Snacks where we chronicle easy speaking tips in bite-sized digestible portions in order to help our listeners better verbalize themselves and their stories. And this week we are going to be doing something different. Instead of giving you a speaking snack, we are going to give you a speech snack and we are going to be discussing two speeches based on passion or two speeches that talks about passion in a totally different way and why despite that both messages still resonate with a lot of people and why both speakers did extremely well in the way that they told their stories. So let's start with Steve Jobs and if you look at the way he spoke during his speech, you would have seen absolutely nothing remarkable about his speech or the way he delivered his speech. He kept referring to his notes. He didn't have any form of facial expressions. Even his voice was quite monotonous with only various pauses being an indication of feeling. Much like his reputation, his delivery was just as cold. However, what he lacked in style, he made up in honesty, in relatability, and in courage. He started his speech by simply telling everyone he was going to tell three stories. And he started his first story on connecting the dots about how he was given up for adoption. His second story was about love and loss, how he got fired from the very company he created, which is Apple, and was deemed a failure. But it turned out to be the best thing that happened to him as he then founded Pixar and Next. The first company successfully launched Toy Story and the Next was bought by Apple to which he found himself back in. Best part, he fell in love with someone and that's where he found his wife. It was awful tasting medicine, but I guess the patient needed it. Sometimes life's going to hit you in the head with a brick. Don't lose faith. I'm convinced that the only thing that kept me going was that I loved what I did. You've got to find what you love. And that is as true for work as it is for your lovers. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking and don't settle. 
He then moved on to his last story, which is a story on death. And this is how he ended his speech. He talked about how he had a cancer scare, which changed his life. And why his speech was so popular even after his passing was how it seemed to foreshadow his death six years later due to complications from the very same cancerous tumor he survived from in 2005. I believe that his speech is a timeless one and one that resonated with so many people, not because of his charisma, flair, or personality, as these were starkly lacking in his speech because he is no Obama or Martin Luther King, but rather it was so moving because he told stories that were real and relatable, yet extremely unique and interesting and every story ended with a life lesson that everyone could take away without having to go through the same mistake or experience he did he spoke on universal experiences like failure and death in the context of his own life which is quite different from many others and very unique i mean how can you not be enthralled by someone who started his speech admitting that he was a college dropout how his mother didn't want to keep him but still went on to co-found a billion dollar company from his parents garage at the age of 20 that's why i believe that everyone should be as honest as possible in their speeches and to not be afraid of showing your mistakes and vulnerabilities it is a misconception that telling people your failures will make you look weak instead you may find yourself being rooted for by the audience because you actually were courageous and strong enough to admit your mistakes and to tell it to the world. So I leave you with the lesson that Steve Jobs learned from his last story on death. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. Now let's go to Terry's speech, which completely contradicts Steve Jobs' speech on doing what you want, even if it means taking the scarier path, like quitting your college. Stay hungry, stay foolish, am I right? Instead, Terry tells us to be pragmatic and not to chase a feeling, a feeling which is fleeting. The question, what are you passionate about? Which has suddenly become the key question to ask yourself when you want to pursue your degree or start your career is maybe not even the right question to ask. Not only is her message controversial, unlike Steve Jobs, she had the very makings of a great speaker. She memorized her speech. She used her stage well. She had humor, charisma, presence, and amazing body language. She even wore a bright red dress despite the entire stage being decorated in Ted's signature red color she laughed when she told a joke she slowed down and frowned when she talked about her failures she paused to emphasize and use hand gestures to point to reiterate to even show an elevator going down she used self-deprecating humor and layman terms to get people to relate to her she's just an incredibly charismatic speaker and she did it without sounding authoritative without bragging about a company she built in fact she started her speech about being fired from her job and then moved on to talk about how passion is a limit idea. With this idea that I had to know what I was supposed to do now, right, I'm supposed to pursue this passion, was, it just bugged me. It always had. And that's because there's a dangerously limiting idea at the heart of everything we believe about success and life in general. And it's that you have one singular passion and your job is to find it and to pursue it to the exclusion of all else. And if you do that, everything will fall into place. 
And if you don't, you've failed. The reason why I think her speech was so moving, despite the light-hearted tone she was taking, is because it's actually a coming-of-age story about graduating and not knowing what to do, what you're passionate about, what you should try next. And it's not just those who just graduated. I mean, even myself at this age, which is long after I graduated, I still feel this way, a little lost, wondering whether this is the thing that I should be doing my whole life. And I think that feeling of confusion, of frustration, and not knowing what drives you is why this speech resonated with so many people. After getting fired from her job, Terry stayed at home and rejected perfectly good jobs that made money because it was just not her quote-unquote passion. And she was afraid of getting quote-unquote stuck, doing something she didn't love. It wasn't until her mom told her that she's not going to get stuck because she's stuck now that she eventually got a job as an assistant at a management consulting company which she knew nothing about. Except I knew I had a reason to get up in the morning, get showered, leave the house, and people who were waiting for me when I got there. And I got a paycheck every two weeks. And that is as good a reason to take a job as any. Did I know that if I wanted to be an office administrator for the rest of my life? No, I had no idea. Truly. But this idea that everything you're supposed to do should fit into this passion vertical is unrealistic. And I'll say it, elitist. You show me someone who washes windows for a living, and I will bet you a million dollars it's not because he has a passion for clean glass. She eventually went on to sell jewelry on the side to make extra money, which she found herself loving, which then planted an entrepreneurial seed in her. And that wouldn't have happened if she stayed unemployed, hoping that she would get the fancy job she wanted that followed her passion. So she believes that passion is not a job, a sport, or a hobby. It's, it is the full force of your attention and energy that you give to whatever's right in front of you. And if you're so busy looking for this passion, you could miss opportunities that change your life. And this is the reason why her speech was so relatable, because unlike Steve Jobs' speech, which had three stories and three lessons, all of which were so different from anyone else's, Terry's speech was just about how she lost a job and gained a new perspective. And everything that she spoke about, all her stories, her jokes, her observations, was about one thing and one thing only, to prove that passion was not the be-all and end-all destination. So which speech is better? Which speech is right? There's no right answer to these questions because both speeches were good, even though they spoke on the same subject in very different ways. And they were both good for very different reasons because they were both very different speakers. And what I wanted to show you here is that there is no right way to talk about a subject and there's no one way to be a good speaker. You can be a good speaker in many different ways and your message, no matter how insignificant or unsuccessful you think you are, can resonate with so many people. So don't be afraid. Be sure to check them out and find what your passion is or not because that's okay too. So I'll end this speech snack with a snippet from both speeches. It was their farewell message as they signed off. Stay hungry, stay foolish. And I have always wished that for myself. And now, as you graduate to begin anew, I wish that for you. Stay hungry, stay foolish. So don't wait. Listen to my mother. Just start doing because to live a life full of meaning and value, you don't follow your passion. Your passion follows you. <laughs>